0: Good evening, and now the Inspirational Quarterly. Hello, and welcome to the Inspirational Quarterly, uh, where we read through the legendary book *Starcraft: Ghost Nova* by Keith R. A. DeCandido. And I am Kara Ellison, and this is Davey Readin. Hello, Davey.
1: Hello, Kara. How are you doing today?
0: I'm extremely hot in a Scotland that is way hotter than it's supposed to be. So thank you, global warming, etc. cetera.
1: Uh, thank you. Uh, we, on Global warming is not one of the things that we typically thank on this podcast. Typically, we thank Keith. That's true. Uh, for now, I'm going to say global warming does not make it into our appreciation uh, component of the show. That's no fair.
0: Thing. That's definitely fair. I, I was I was sarcastic anyway. I don't like hot weather. I'm actually dying. So I'm
1: just clarifying. And this is a blanket <laughs> statement. Room, the only thing that we appreciate on this podcast is Keith R A D Candida, the USA Today best selling author. Uh, that,
0: yeah, them's the rules.
1: I didn't that, make the rules. Those are the rules. We um, made the rules.
0: That's true. And last time we figured out why Keith uh, got, he was the best-selling author is because he wrote a very popular Star Trek book, right? He
1: invented Star Trek, I know. He invented
0: Star Trek.
1: Yeah, yeah. He,
0: he, He made it worthwhile, let's say.
1: He elevated Star Trek. Indeed. He brought Star Trek into the public consciousness from a place of relative obscurity.
0: That's it. All right, um, so we are-, we are on
1: page 101.
0: Right. On the cusp of chapter eight,
1: basically. Uh, we, we rounded out last time at a nice clean 100 where we were, we finished up with Mal, uh, who was uh, telepathing his way through the detective work. Uh, yep. Cheating, as some of us would say. Not not doing it legit uh, like a real detective would, but he,
0: he, he was a kind of speed Columbo figure,
1: yeah, uh, uh, you know, we talked about we talked about Keith having his thumb on the pulse of kind of like pulp detective work, yeah, uh, and, uh, you know, it definitely occurs to me after having after having read the section that we did last week that. Keith is himself such a prolific author of of pulp detective storytelling that he is almost like a like he is himself a speedy version of, you know, I, I think I think there's that, that he can almost see some of Mal in himself. Right. Yeah. Here's here's a man who is just firing off detective work. You know, like he keeps it coming so fast that nobody else can keep up with him. Right. Uh, It must be hard to be in that, you know, to be in that position and not be able to relate to these other people operating on a normal time frame.
0: For sure. You know, and we've said before, you know, how, you know, how flexible uh, Keith is as a writer and how how he has such a breadth of work. You know, he's ridiculously prolific, right? Like he Mm -hmm. is, he just... You know, like he's one of those writers that I feel like I'm jealous of because I have such anxiety about the act of writing. But he clearly right. is just like put it on the page, you know.
1: Right, right. Well well, I think the thing about it is that if you know what you do well, do that thing, right? And he's mm-hmm. like, I can I can write pulpy detect uh like detective stories. You right. know? Amongst other things, obviously. Like there's not the that's not the only thing. But he knows what he does well and he gets in there and he does it. And, you know, Blizzard comes to him and says, Hey, we need starcraft we need something like we need a backstory for this game about shooting aliens and he's like i know exactly the thing (laughs) he's like can it be
0: about detectives or maybe blizzard
1: (laughs) maybe blizzard knew that right like blizzard may have already known that and they were like we're looking for a detective angle on the starcraft ghost uh franchise
0: i mean perhaps but i just don't see them being that explicit i think it was a keith decision
1: it probably was a keith decision i but, think it
0: was a keith decision
1: you know um it's fun to imagine that it's like like imagine if imagine a blizzard went to keith with like diablo or something like hey keith we're looking for a we're looking for a hard boiled detective uh take on diablo right can you yeah. imagine someone at blizzard doing that i can't but it's it's funny to think about
0: So a weird thing happened. So the other day, the, um, I think it's like the CCO of Blizzard, Activision Blizzard, uh, DM'd me the other day. Um, And I was thinking that that could be like an opener for like me just being like, what do you think of Keith R.A. (laughs) DeCandito's?
1: really yeah, opinion?
0: like there's part of me that's just like have you ever heard of this guy in your time there what do you think of him like would you ever get him to do more novels you know like i'm trying to you know prevent myself from like dming back about keith you know
1: we so we're we're not we're not in the fiction here this is this real world this, actually this is like happened. real did yeah, this get an really, actual email, yeah an actual dm
0: like it really happened and oh i was gosh. like wait like i could use this somehow but we, like, well, I don't know, it's a great amount of power. Should I abuse it? I don't know.
1: I mean, presumably you'd want someone who was around who was in the company at that time. Someone who's CCO, yeah. you could definitely see that.
0: Yeah, you I mean, could he's definitely... like a new CCO. So oh. maybe I well, just but, like... but but
1: you but a lot of times they hire from inside the company, right? Like they elevate people up.
0: Right. And so like maybe I could just like ask him if there were anyone who spoke to Keith that's still at oh. the company.
1: Or you know this. You know what this. You know what this podcast fucking turns into is that like.
0: <laughs> How can we get
1: close like, to Keith? <laughs> no, well, no, no, no. It's like it's like uncovering the un, the untold story of the development of Starcraft Ghost Nova. Right. right? That's
0: what I want it to be. You know, like right. I want someone to tell me like if the I, inner workings.
1: The story that's never been told before, exactly. because because no one asked for it.
0: I feel like we're falling into obsession with it, which actually is like, it's highly entertaining to me, because honestly, if you told me this time last year, that this is what I would be doing with my time is wondering about this one very specific issue, I'd just be like, you're lying. I would never do that. Well,
1: it's it's like when you become really obsessed with something, you start seeing the world through that lens, right? Mm -hmm. You start projecting that obsession onto other things. And I'm now at a point where, because I've spent so much time in this book, I think that it is more important to other people than it actually is, right? Like, there's a part of me that feels like I want to say, like, oh, man, you guys, like, I'm going real deep on the StarCraft ghost world, right? As though that will get a response from someone, you know? As though I could say that to someone as, like, an explanation of what it is I do for an hour every Sunday, right? Yeah. And that will, like, mean something to them. And that's, like, I've started to internalize that as though that's meaningful, and it really, really isn't meaningful to any- do you have any
0: family members who listen to this because my mom listened to this and she thinks this nonsense
1: i've tried i actually have tried like multiple friends have told me like ah, davy i can't listen to this i can't i can't and fa- family family too. like i've 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 made a good effort my my dad said he listened to some of the first episode and 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 when i and he was like i can't tell what you're talking about
0: right and this thing with my mom he she's she's just like i don't I don't really get what the hell it is yeah. you're talking about. and like, I just wouldn't know where to begin. And I'm just like, you know, mom, it's like a very specific convergence of a lot of stuff that you wouldn't really yeah. know
1: about. <laughs> so. But it turns into this like conspiracy theory type of thing where I'm like, they just don't get it, right? Yeah, yeah. They just need to see what I see and then they'll get it. Right. Right. And and we, we've got some some people who listen to this podcast. What's up? You. You know who you are. Not calling out any names, but uh you. Yeah. And like some people are along for the ride with us on I, this.
0: Yeah, I definitely get messages from people like like it was a really funny episode recently, or you know, people would be like, Oh, I wonder, you know, what Keith is doing right now kind of stuff. And I'm yeah. just like, Me too. Like me yeah. too.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, he does like readings of his own stuff on YouTube and stuff like that.
0: No way. Oh my god, really? But
1: none of Ghost No none of Starcraft Ghost Nova I've checked. Oh yeah.
0: man. But he does, what he does would like- we I do do you ever envision us like actually contacting him?
1: Sure. Some yeah, at some point. At okay. Some point.
0: I would have I don't to want like, to rush it.
1: I don't want to rush Yeah. It. I wanna like I figure I need to get more I f- I need to get more book in the rearview mirror first. Right. But yeah.
0: I would feel very nervous about contacting.
1: I know, I know, but that's why we go through the CCO of Blizzard first <laughs> yeah, and then work our the way CCO through the back Blizzard. channels. Yeah. It's the logical explanation. And then this podcast turns into itself a hard boiled detective story of uncovering the truth behind starcraft ghost nova right right? and then we adopt the persona that keith himself created and it's like his own creation reaching back to him you know (laughs) what i mean like we become malcolm kalurchian
0: Indeed. And also, like, I do feel like probably some people listening to the podcast, maybe some people listening to the podcast are related to video games in some way. and Maybe they might know someone who, like, worked on StarCraft Ghost. And, like, maybe they know someone who could give us some background information on it. But, like, I don't know. I'm wondering if like that's the right way to go because like, you know, some people won't talk about NDA stuff. So, I don't know. Mm. Cuz it would have to go through the like the blizzard's UCO right? Because he would get a special dispensation. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine There's only one person.
1: way into the truth. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's through the top. <laughs> I'm like, honestly, properly restraining myself the, from sending him like 60 questions in the DMs.
1: The more, here, this is the important thing about it. The more staunchly that he refuses to talk about this, the more important the story is. Oh my
0: god, yes. Can you imagine? Right. He's just like stonewalls me immediately. That's the vital
1: thing. That's the right. vital thing. If he shuts you down, we have to go deeper. There is something they're covering up. If he shuts me
0: down, I will flat out just make it up. <laughs> That's what's
1: going to happen. i <laughs> See, just like, make what, up
0: the history.
1: <laughs> what's going to happen is, like, we started this stupid podcast to read Starcraft Ghost Nova and, and layer jokes on top of it. And then it's going to end up with something like... And then they discovered that StarCraft Ghost was cancelled because of StarCraft Ghost Nova, right? <laughs>
0: Oh god. I, you know, I hope it's that significant in the history of video games. It would really be that's
1: gr- it. It would be really great if there turned out to be a bigger purpose behind what we're doing here (laughs) not not that i'm not that i'm complaining about it but if it turned out that there is a reason why we've been doing all of this (laughs) that would definitely be that would that would be a little feather in my cap
0: yeah i mean it would be kind of cool um but i just can't unless or what if like blizzard (gasps) were secretly planning to just like Remake this game and then put it out, and like dig at exactly the wrong time, (laughs) and then all of a sudden, when Star Cup Ghost Nova comes out proper, everyone like retroactively listens to the podcast. (laughs) 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 Maybe I, that's if, secretly why the CCO is DMing me. I don't know. Like it's <laughs> like it's like a, it's like a, a, a an early season starter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Look, Blizzard, it's not too late to work some of our characters into into this new StarCraft Ghost that you're developing and about to announce. Right. All right. It's not it's not too late for us to flesh out Jeffrey as a character for yeah. for insertion into uh, into the new StarCraft Ghost game,
0: or it's not like too late to transform me and you into uh, Handy Anderson's, like you know, uh, podcasting or radio broadcasting, <laughs> right. like, commenters yeah. in universe. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, you're right. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, I take like two, uh, two I,
0: wine I... going crazy on the on the open air.
1: <laughs> I work on scale industry day rate blizzard just so you know i'm not asking for special treatment or anything uh you know uh you you pay me what you pay uh anyone else and i'm i'll be happy with that for for the work
0: yeah just broadcasting into space that's us that's
1: what we do maybe they will maybe they will include the entirety of this podcast in the new starcraft ghost (laughs) maybe it'll be an easter egg that you can uncover and and read Read or listen to the entirety of us. Uh, Honestly, we are
0: 100 in universe now.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um. Uh. Now that we're in universe, uh, let's read the book Starcraft: Ghost Nova, the 2006 novel by USA Today best-selling author Keith R. A. D. candida Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. We are on page 101. We are on chapter eight. Let's do it. Here we go. <clears throat> Five people with guns escorted Nova from the tiny apartment that Marcus Raelian owned. She had awakened there after she blew up Billy's gun. Her first hope, that she was dead, was soon dashed, and she struck outward, wrecking all the furniture in the room before falling unconscious again. When she woke back up, the room was empty. She noticed that when nobody was in the room, she had an easier time screening out everyone's thoughts. They were still there, but it was just like the background noise of a crowd in a filled stadium—just a wall of mental noise. But if someone came through the door, she couldn't hold the damn up. First, it was Marcus with his murdering father and angry mother, uh, and ex-prostitute sister, and hatred for his boss, and so much else. And that led her hearing the thoughts—that uh, led to her hearing the thoughts of the couple in the next apartment who argued all the time, but loved each other anyhow. The bruiser in the next room, who secretly loved dancing, but couldn't tell anyone for fear of ruining his reputation. The woman down the hall, who kept trying to fix her hollow because she couldn't afford to buy a new one or pay someone to repair it. The family across the way, who were eating the last of their leftovers and didn't know if any of them would find work and thus be able to afford to buy food tomorrow. And everything else. Dot dot dot. Uh, there's a couple things in here. I, first off, it's the implication is that she can't hear thoughts through walls as well, right? Does that seem normal? She...
0: Well, it seems like dis more like a distance thing. I'm thinking.
1: But but it but it's but they're on the other side of a wall. Like they close the door. Right, and then and then she can't hear their thoughts.
0: Yeah, well, she can hear them, but it's like being in a stadium where things are far away.
1: I'm just saying, if that's the difference between opening the door and closing the door, that's a feels like a weird arbitrary sort of.
0: Yeah, that is really weird. You
1: know, limit on her, you know, psychic powers, but yeah, because like thoughts
0: know. clearly don't operate like sound waves.
1: Right, maybe which is it's what is like- suggested. Maybe like looking at a person emotionally connects her to that person because she can empathize with them or something. But I don't know; it's a little weird. But yeah, you know, it is whatever. Weird. And I and then I, I like this little detail in here, which is that uh, Tyrus is that the the bouncer is that yeah. the guy? Yeah, it must be. It must be him who uh, who loves dancing, but can't tell anyone yeah. for fear of ruining his reputation. Right? Like that's got to be him. He just wants to dance. <laughs> oh, he wants to dance with somebody. Um, uh, and which which forms a line to Marcus's singing at the Firefly Club, doesn't it? Right. Like yep. all the all the men in this world they are sort of to like get
0: into show tunes,
1: harboring an entire burlesque show inside of themselves that is bursting to come out, but just has yeah. no no room to. Oh,
0: Blizzard's right? next game is the show tunes. Game. do
1: you think that do you think that fagin is all because that's now now that where there's a there's a, a consistency of like these very manly characters repressing deep creative urges do you think yeah. fagin has a whole th- what's what's what is he repressing
0: i don't know maybe he would make like a really good drag queen
1: Ooh, or maybe well, he's, he's already, like the mc yeah, he's, he's already got kind of a gender bender thing going on anyway
0: yeah he does
1: he could but- MC like a burlesque show. He could be, you know, like the like draggy, you know, in like a big top hat and get and like dinner jacket or something, kind of yeah. like MC host of a of a big show.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if like he got invited as a guest judge on RuPaul. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like Vegan just goes in there.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he would he he would be kind of the Simon Cowell sort of. Uh, he would probably figure.
0: just open fire if he didn't like you, you know. <laughs> like he right. would just be like your dad now. Goodbye. Right,
1: right, 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 right. Well, that no, okay. Look, it's he'd not be like too this late.
0: costume killed and then executes the person, you know.
1: <laughs> oh wait, killed is a good thing, right or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you yeah, but you know, okay, you know, in like. There's, like, a lot of, of media films or television or whatever set in, say, a prison where the prisoners end up putting on, like, a whole creative show or something. Yeah, and, you yeah. Know, and there's, like, kind of a semi-humorous thing with, like, big burly dudes being, like, you know, acting and dancing or whatever. Mm-hmm. So so there's a whole similar thing here where all the people in the gutter put on their own burlesque show, basically right mm-hmm. and and fagin like hosts and judges it you know yeah. and then that's the thing where he like murders them if if it's not a good enough act right right and then that's like all the pressure is like well if you make it on fagin's uh mega talent extravaganza then you're in the big time right right you know maybe he connects them up to uh you know to the like rich society and it's like i can get you in as an entertainer there or something like
0: that. right like he's like the head of this kind of meat grinder organization because like there's Mm -hmm. something similar in the edinburgh festival where um there's this thing called day in live and all it's like it starts at like 1 a.m or something and all the comedians come and do it after their regular show but they are mostly kind of shit shit shit-faced and they come on and they're you know like they do do the routine to like very other very very drunk people in the audience and then you know obviously people start to get drunk and rowdy and like they start to hackle or they'll throw stuff and you know like you don't want to be the comedian who does like a cute little like i'll play the keyboard and tell jokes act at like 1am right but those people come on and just, like, get, you know, basically spat out of this meat grinder for comedians kind of thing. But it's known as being, yeah. like, that one show where you test yourself against the festival audience, right? Like, it's the hardest yeah. gig you could possibly get. That's definitely Fagin's, that's his kind of thing, yeah. right? Where he's, yeah. like, testing your metal.
1: Uh, okay, imagine, all right. Imagine kind of the Disney version of this. Like, imagine the Pirates of the Caribbean version of this, where the pirates are, you know, the like scallywag pirates are on their ship, like holding a talent show and they're like singing and tap dancing or whatever. And then, you know, and then Captain Barbosa is like the judge and he kind of rolls his eyes and goes, uh, Yar be a disgrace to me, to me ship or something like that. Right. Yeah. Like, that's kind of the like, the sort of campy version of it. And you can, I can imagine the people in this world in the gutter doing that show and Fagin is judging, except then when he doesn't like someone, he goes over and literally bites their sternum and tears their heart out of their chest or something like that. Like it's super campy up until the moment that Fagin viciously murders you. Right. Right. Okay. Right. So that's kind of my head, my head cannon right now. And you know what? Midway through, little Lil uh uh intermission kind of period fagin gets up does a tap dance
0: yeah you know? i mean he would because i could
1: see fagin doing a tap dance for sure
0: he's from the musical oliver after all so you know
1: oh right 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 he would yeah yeah he's think- played
0: by bob hoskins the, <laughs> you
1: know how do you think marcus would do in fagin's underworld talent extravaganza <laughs>
0: I mean, I don't know. Um, I I, I almost see Marcus as being like a kind of, I don't know if you have pantomime in Canada. Um, no. We have this tradition called pantomime in the UK, which is basically, um, I guess it came out of Comedia dell'arte, but it's essentially just like a stupid thing that happens at Christmas where we put on like a ridiculous... Thing for children where you know men dress up in drag and play the women characters and then women will play like the male characters who like like the heroic male characters and then it's all just this like weird campy mashup but like we have this thing, character called the Panto Dame who has like this really garish makeup and like big bustles and like petticoats and stuff anyway I see Marcus as being this uh, Panto Dame Possibly yeah. that kind of thing.
1: I'll be honest with you. I think Marcus would get his shit wrecked in this show. I don't think <laughs> I, I think I he, think would. he would, I think he would get absolutely eviscerated, literally, potentially. Yeah. Um, especially, especially if, especially, and I don't I don't know if if how now that we've had a week to sit on it, how the the head cannon that Marcus sang so badly that his father killed his mother, uh, if that still has traction for us. Yeah. But I can't imagine that Fagin would sort of be rel, you know, comparatively nice about it, you know? Um, yeah.
0: I mean, I think that Marcus is not, he's, he's not on the good side of Fagin. Is he really? I can't but he not
1: They seem to, they seem to be like, he seems to have some connections and some power. So I don't know what's the, but, but Marcus hates Fagin.
0: Yeah. But I don't imagine anyone who works for Fagan really likes him.
1: <laughs> right, right, right. Um, all right, let's keep going. Then Marcus left, and she was able to silence the voices for a time. It got worse when the bodyguard came in because the dancing, because the horrible dancing, uh, the horrible visions of dancing got <laughs> uh, got got louder. But. She was able to scare Tyrus fallot enough that he left. Same for when Marcus came back in. Now, though, she was overwhelmed again, mostly with the four who escorted her, plus Marcus. Ooh, all right, we've got one of those little thought back and forth things. Right. So I'll, you Kara, you'll be the parent, the parentheses. Okay. All right. Here we go. This is a fine. Damn, I hope Marcus don't tell. Looking curve, gotta. Nobody that
0: my gun ain't loaded.
1: Get me some of her. I'm hungry. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder who's thinking that. I'm hungry. Nova, probably. (laughs) Uh, When Fagin's all...
0: Because that'll get me in some serious crap.
1: (laughs) Through with her.
0: With Fagin.
1: I can't believe we made it.
0: Maybe I'll watch that Hollow tonight. Through the... With mom, like I...
1: Night. Couldn't.
0: Promised her last week.
1: Get a flicking bit of sleep.
0: Hope I can score me some hab after this. Gotta.
1: Cause of that curve. She better be worth.
0: Get some hab or I'm just gonna.
1: Whatever Fagin wants.
0: I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> this is so good.
1: <laughs> With her or I'm gonna put the bullet. Flicking explode right here in the street cause. In her, in her brain my own self. I gotta get me some. uh simple-minded people not not a lot really going on out there in that in that head singing dancing hab and food yep simple-minded people nova closed her Need some some hab okay yeah you'll yeah (laughs) Uh, it's another voice another need some hab voice coming in uh eyes And forced herself to focus.
0: A nice curve.
1: To not think about.
0: I'm hungry. (laughs) (laughs) (gasps) Who's constantly thinking I'm hungry in the vicinity? We're with
1: four four people. We're with four people, right? So there's Marcus. There's Tyrus. There is Marcus's sister. Is she still here? Mm -hmm. I don't, we don't know that that's we don't mm. know if that's the case but there's at least one other person okay uh i wish we had more information about who is who's who's this person <laughs> who can only think i'm hungry and has no other thoughts we might figure out i hope so uh maybe our bodyguards maybe the bodyguards showed up yeah. remember the the fagin's bodyguards yeah um uh the thoughts. left the
0: force field <laughs>
1: They left. Well, they've been inside their force field for days and haven't eaten anything.
0: <laughs> They're just really hungry. In They're the just force super, field.
1: super hungry. <laughs> the force field does that to you.
0: <laughs> We've been in the force field for three days, and we and might it... die if <laughs> we don't get some food.
1: Or hab, or some hab, or hab. <laughs> to, yeah. to distract from how hungry I am from being in the force field for 3 days. Oh man. I remember my I remember my bodyguard days. Yeah, those were some hungry days back then. Those were those were some hungry hungry days. <laughs> uh th- all right, I'm just going to keep rolling with this. The thoughts hope Mom remembers that were pounding into
0: almost there
1: her mind. Uh the next thing she knew, the thoughts had gone away. No, not entirely. Just four of the five did. Marcus was still there. And a new one. She opened her eyes and looked up to see Marcus and another man. He was shorter than Marcus, but he seemed taller somehow. Nova suspected that he'd always seemed to be the tallest person in the room. He had a need to be in charge of everything he surveyed. He was a little taller than Nova herself was, with dark skin, shaved head, and a full beard. Hmm, okay, so that that puts a new light on Fagin as a kind of, like, gremlin man or something, (laughs) right?
0: Well, he's got, like, an upside-down head, right? Because he's got this full beard, but he's bald on top.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I didn't imagine Fagin with, like, bald and full beard.
0: Hmm, okay.
1: Even if she hadn't been able to see into his mind... She'd have recognized him from Marcus's thoughts. Your name is Jules, she said. He laughed. Not bad. Ain't too many people that know that name, but I'm called Fagin. She knew that already. She knew everything. You named yourself after a character in an old novel called Oliver Twist. (laughs) A novel you hated when you read it, but you liked the character of Fagin. And you hate the fact that your name is Julius Antoine Dale. Uh, I like how specific we are with uh, really hammering in uh, the real world Earth connection here.
0: Yeah, it's interesting, huh?
1: Marcus looked at Marcus looked over at Fagin. <laughs> at Jules. Whoa. Burn. In su- in su- yeah, right. In, in surprise at that. He hadn't known Fagin's whole name until now. Oh man, do you think like the 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 mystique kind of like you know? Oh, I can't see this guy anymore now that I name is now I know his name is Julius.
0: Yeah, he's gonna leave the leave the fold now and and become a renegade.
1: What Fagin is? Marcus is
0: like wow like Fagin's real name is Julius ridiculous I'm leaving
1: no 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 Marcus has worked way too hard for this now what happens is now that now that everyone knows Fagin's real name is Julius now he can't now nobody will take him seriously anymore right and now Marcus sees an opportunity to step in and take over sort of you know control of the whole scene with uh, you know, by by taking advantage of Fagin's weakness here, basically.
0: Yeah. Okay. Let's see uh, if that that's 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 in the in let, the cards. Let, Maybe Marcus yeah, is going to go there.
1: Now Fagin was angry. Marcus was right. Okay, you are a teep, which means I got only one question for you, Curve. I just want to die, <laughs> man. Edge Lord Nova over here. She's Uh, becoming a goth this is she's finally getting a personality oh our babies they grow up so fast it's like just yesterday she was a shell of a person and (laughs) now now she's she's, now she's listening to my chemical romance she's got one
0: feeling
1: oh she's got one feeling and it's 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 it's, it's death oh sweet baby she's watching uh, mind freak with chris angel and you know painting her eyes all black you yeah. know and of course everyone around her is like, oh boo hoo, you know, spoiled goth baby, her whole family got killed by terrorists. Wham
0: <laughs> What are you gonna do? Listen to the cure.
1: <laughs> oh my god. You gonna grow your hair out real long and, and messy and, and, and slouch all the time. Oh. Uh, this prompted a wide grin. That may still be possible. But first, I gotta see if you're of use. You scan me. Use is all you people do. Nova said quietly. Now Nova is a uh we live in a society kind of
0: <laughs> yeah, kind she's of person. Like, oh, you use people. like what's up with you using people all the time? I'm becoming a socialist, a
1: communist. <laughs> she, she doesn't like she said no exposure to this at all and in 10 seconds she's like let me describe what's wrong with your society you do all you do is use people like she she shows up to the talent show and she's like you're just taking advantage of all of these people for your own benefit it really does like it kind of it's like okay it continues the valley girl thing but it's Mm -hmm. like but it's like joker valley girl
0: (laughs) yeah i mean she is she is saying you know she's she's basically saying the
1: themes
0: right like she's it's (laughs) like she's like the narrator of the book you know like there's a kind of weird like you know nova knew that all they did was use people you know like kind of deal right right, um so yeah it's saying the quiet part loud
1: nova wanted to die I just want to die. Yeah. No, re- reading their minds. Nova could tell they use people. You just use people. Like, yeah, yeah, that's, that's really, she is just a, a vehicle. Uh, yeah. Again, like once again, that's all it comes back to is she's just like a vehicle for, you know, other uh, to just state basic themes.
0: Or like, a, yeah, like a plot vehicle or something.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's right, the grin widened. Now, why don't we start with your name? I'm guessing it's something fancy, maybe with some money behind it, since your clothes are a lot nicer than most of what you see down here. Whose smile do you think is more upsetting, Fagin's or Mal's?
0: Um. Wait, so we, we found out about Mal's smile, didn't we?
1: Right, so Mal has the smile so terrible that he uses it as a weapon. And Fagin uh, filed his teeth into shark teeth. Right?
0: And he had, like, Mal had, like, oh, sorry. um, Yeah, like, I think Marcus had the smile where it was like, oh, no, wasn't it Mal who had the weird smile that made people uncomfortable?
1: Yeah, no, Mal has, right, Mal has the smile that is so disconcerting, he strategically uses it to make people feel uncomfortable in his presence. (laughs) That
0: is very funny. I guess, I guess Fagin probably has the more unsassling smile though, right? Because you don't expect someone's teeth to be filed down,
1: Right. (laughs) Although if Mal
0: looked you direct in the eye and like did his weird smile, you'd feel very uncomfortable.
1: I like the idea. I like the idea that you put Fagin and Mal side by side and, and, and Fagin and they, and they both smile. And then you're like, you know, malcolm here's the thing fagin like distorted his face into this fucked up shark feature that's like a horrific kind of distortion of the perversion of god's intentions for man but you just smile really weird your smile <laughs> yeah. is so much worse than right. that. that's just how weird your smile is <laughs> i like the idea that that's just how terrible of a smile he he has Yep. Man. Uh, she saw where this was going before Fagin started talking. Tears streamed down her cheeks as she remembered her parents being killed. You won't get any ransom. My family's all dead. Yeah, More of this, my family's all dead. <laughs> Suddenly, she remembered that Clara was probably still alive.
0: she basically <laughs> forgot about Clara she was just like, everyone's dead,
1: everyone's dead. <laughs> Everyone but who matters Clara. to me is dead. Clara could die at a fire and she wouldn't care. <laughs> right, 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 right. She'd forget. She'd be like, oh, right, Clara died last week. Fuck, I forgot about that. <laughs> She'd be like still calling up Clara to ask for like directions and things. <laughs> um she hadn't forgotten all about her older sister. All right, clarification. But still, she couldn't, she daren't let this monster know that. He had to believe that the entire Terra family was dead. Luckily, that would be an easy fiction to maintain. Is that because, is that what she's like, because she doesn't care about Clara? Is what Maybe Clara's
0: mean. just so boring that no Clara, one right. would ever mention her. <laughs>
1: I I all the time I think Clara must be dead anyway. Yeah. I I don't see Clara in a couple of years and I think, yeah, she probably died back she then does, for all I know.
0: She does literally nothing. She just does nothing in life. And
1: I am a shell of a person, which should tell you about how little Clara has going for her. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. is just like Clara's just like this pale imitation of Nova.
1: <laughs> Clara Nova needs to hang out with Clara to look like she has a personality that's i'm surprised i'm surprised that she doesn't want to be around clara Moore, considering that you know it would make nova look look sort of more more like a full person uh, or maybe maybe it reminds her of her own vapidity you know maybe uh so you are rich good good now i don't know why i'm making Fagan a pie right now good good there's got to be somebody there's nobody she shouted They're all dead! I killed all of them! Nova wasn't sure why she said that, but it had an immediate effect on Fagin. Running with what she saw in her head, she continued, Why do you think I came down here? I killed my entire family, and I don't want the TPF to find me. So I came to the gutter. Cops don't come down here, from what I've heard. In fact, she'd heard no such thing mainly because she hadn't cared enough to inquire. But she saw clearly in both Marcus and Fagin's minds that the police left them alone, as long as they didn't interfere in the world outside the gutter. Fagin rubbed his bearded chin. So what you're saying is, you can kill with your brain, okay? (laughs) That's so funny. Are you saying you could kill with your brain? (laughs) (laughs) You're a brain killer? (laughs) I don't know why, With the idea of Fagin struggling to wrap his mind around that is really funny to me. It
0: is funny, yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Especially with his big, stupid beard and his bald (laughs) head. I don't know why. He makes him seem so dumb. Like, he's so simple-minded. Kill with brain. Hmm. That's right, I can, but I won't do it for you. Oh, I think you will, because if you don't, you'll shoot me, Nova said, though she saw that that wasn't what he was thinking. He was thinking that she would starve, which was a ridiculous notion. No, shooting will be a mercy. You want to die, you said. I heard you say it. But that's not the worst thing that can happen to a rich little curve like you. No, the worst thing is to suffer. I'll bet you've never suffered, have you, little curve? He pulled out his pistol. A P220, apparently the best handgun that money could buy. we have I feel like we've talked about the names of these handguns so many times, and I cannot for the life of me remember which, which ones are the ones that are supposed to be the good ones.
0: Yeah, yeah. it is a bit weird, isn't it? Like Keith
1: is clarified like ten times. Like this is the good gun. This is the this one is that the they want. This is the
0: one. Yeah. And
1: I'm just like, yo, Keith, man. it can't. Yeah, I name it something other than TPF49085. Or yeah. Something. Yeah. But, um, but the P220 is apparently the best handgun money could buy, and pointed it right at her head. Now I want to make you leave here, little curve. And I'm gonna make sure that no and I'm gonna make sure that nobody helps you, okay? You won't get no food, you won't get no place to live, you won't get no drugs, you won't get nothing. You scan me? Marcus, Nova knew, was surprised at this turn of events. He thought that what Jules was doing was cruel and unnecessary. Ah, oh, see, he's already referring to him as Jules. Right? Nice. Marcus is already like the facade, the Fagan facade is already already faded in his mind. But he also knew better than to argue with him. Get out, Curve. Now! Nova couldn't believe what she was hearing. A minute ago, he was convinced that she'd be the best weapon he'd ever had. Now, he wanted nothing to do with her. He was convinced that the only way she'd work for him was if she was on her own for a while, then she would come to him begging. Uh, she would come to him begging him to take her in, in much the same way his literary namesake took in Oliver Twist in the old Charles Dickens novel. Just to really drive it home, <laughs> remember, remember, this all happened in Oliver Twist. So wait, what's he? So he's saying that. He's going to
0: He's going like, to like help her, but like she has to be desperate, but like that doesn't make any sense because she literally just told him that she can kill him with her brain. Right. So like if right. they piss her off, she could just murder them.
1: Why wouldn't she just kill him? I don't know. I don't but but he's saying that he's gonna send her out into the gutter. And make sure that nobody gives her food or help or anything. Right? Yeah. Why does she'll just leave? Yeah. She'll just leave and go back.
0: Well, I mean, he's counting on her not leaving because she wants to hide here. But the, the bigger problem oh. for him is like, why doesn't she just kill him and take over? <laughs> and this would be a very cave, different, like, This would be a very different be- story if she just <laughs> killed him and took over. That's what <laughs> I would do.
1: <laughs> and then starcraft ghost is the story of her like fighting off her turf in the gutter like <laughs> can you imagine if keith you know? handed that
0: into blizzard and blizzard were, blizzard were like um
1: <laughs> this is not uh what we asked for now uh let me let, hear it's, me it's off i know off. <laughs> i know you're already developing starcraft Ghost, and i know you've got a thing where nova fights aliens in the future But can I suggest a slight pivot uh, (laughs) in in sort of your designs? It shouldn't take more than redoing everything you've made so far. And that is a... uh, Gang wars, turf stop, <laughs> turf fighting simulation in the slums underneath Tarsan.
0: Yeah, can you imagine like the pivot they would have to do? Like, they'd have to like delete all of their like rigged characters, <laughs> all of the 3D environments, the space stuff that they'd made. Well, and boys, immediately pivot to like Dickens in space. <laughs> <laughs>
1: space <laughs> space dickens talent show uh gang gang war uh well boys usa today best-selling author keith rad Candido wanted it so unfortunately that's what we're doing yeah you you want you want to make you want to make uh, nova fighting aliens in the future Maybe you get something on the USA Today bestseller list.
0: I'm afraid, boys, we have no choice. The guy invented Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, don't think that's, I don't think that's true. I don't think he did invent Star Trek. I don't think he did invent Star Trek. You listen to me. He invented Star Trek. I looked it up myself. <laughs> His name is right there on the book. <laughs> it's right on the cover.
0: Oh dear.
1: Ah, God. This this actually feels this does feel like a great opportunity that they could have taken, and especially as like a side story for the whole sort of Starcraft universe. You know, yeah. Like it would be such a fun, like you know, just
0: crimey crimey Starcraft. Like yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, pulpy. yeah,
1: yeah. But you're you know, but but you're totally out of place where you're this like uh psycho, you know telepathic <laughs> like who who can stand up to her? Nobody there would be no, no yeah. there would be no challenge. There'd like, be no challenge, you know? Fagan here is like completely just batshit. Like
0: why would you ever say that to someone who could literally murder you with their brain? Right. It and he knows no that. Sense. He
1: knows that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Here's the thing. Here's what's fucked up. Not only does he know that she could kill him right now, but he also knows that she can read his mind, right? And know exactly what he's thinking and what he's going th- and like all of his plans and everything, so he can't like out strategize her. Or anything. maybe right? Fagan
0: is thicker than we thought, you know, because he said that. Like, that's what I am
1: The minute the so minute he said with
0: the brain thing,
1: the minute he said, "So what you're saying is you can kill with your brain?" Okay, that's where I that's where I my opinion of Fagan like dropped like way down. You know what I mean? Yeah, and like uh, Marcus I'm, is also just like, "What right. is this guy?" Marcus is like, "I've been <laughs> following this dude. This is the guy I've been taking orders from." Yeah, With the shit from a from a from a, a thicko named Jules. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, it, it's it's such a it, it's such an insane strategy from Fagin that I can't. He's here's what he, he's here's what he's obviously counting on right he's counting on nova having too much of a conscience to yeah. kill him yeah she killed her family she yeah. killed her own family she just told right. him she
0: killed her entire family so i mean his decision here is just purely whack like it is right. Just ridiculous
1: right or he's doing the malcolm calerchian which is somehow intuitively guessing that that was a lie and she didn't actually do that. Yeah. And that it's a bluff. Right. Right.
0: I guess, you know, these these, life on that. Yeah. Like these guys, I guess are fairly good at being able to tell when someone's bluffing, but I mean, unless, I mean, to be honest with you, probably Nova is kind of a beginner at bluffing.
1: That's that's true. But she, you know what she's not a beginner at is fucking obliterating people with her mind, right. right? She can obviously do that and they all know it. Like that's not a bluff. Yeah. Right? She they can't Here's what here's here's my guess. Here's what I think is going on. <clears throat> Fagan says, what you're saying is you can kill with your brain, okay? And then Nova says, that's right, I can, but I won't do it for you. Oh, I think you will because if you don't you'll shoot me no shooting will be a mercy what i think is that by the time he gets to this sentence where he starts to say you you, you want to die you said i heard you say it but it's not the worst thing that can happen to a rich little curve like you <clears throat> i think in those three sentences he forgets that she can kill with her brain <laughs> okay i think the information has left his skull at that point <laughs>
0: okay and i think he's he's he's, he's reverted got like- a yeah. goldfish memory?
1: Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's exactly what I think. And I think that he is... He is... He's somehow slipped back into his, his comfort brain position of... Here's just this dumb girl. And I'm just gonna make her suffer. Right? Right. Because, right. like... God, because why... But... Like, why wouldn't... Okay. Okay. If, if, if he's like, uh, if he's if he's thinking to himself, I'll make you suffer because you've never suffered before. He could be thinking to himself like, oh, I'll torture her, but then she'll just kill me with her brain. But why wouldn't she do that anyway? You know yeah. what I mean. So it's yeah. it's, dumb. It's, t- it's totally dumb. it's it's totally dumb. It's very stupid. It, yeah, it's outrageous. It does make me imagine Fagin forgetting which act is coming on next at the talent show because he continues to forget who is he's, he's like, he's like the memento guy, you know? Yeah. <laughs> who, 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 forgets every 10 seconds and has to like write things down. Um, all right. Should we, should we, this is hilarious, but like, let's, let's find out what, what Nova was going to do here. Okay. Um, right there, Nova swore to prove him wrong. I don't know what that means, but we'll find out. All right, I'll leave. But first, let me tell you something, Julius Antoine Dale. You're never going to get your mother to love you. Oh, <laughs> burned! This is exactly what we talked about last week. Do you remember that? Do you yeah. Remember we talked we talked about using daddy ish, using your 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 parent issues against the villain, right? Right. Yeah. She's like, I watched Batman. I know how this goes. I'm supposed to use I'm supposed to use your your mommy insecurities against you, right? You're
0: never gonna be able to walk down, cri- down crime alley and not feel <laughs> bad about things. <laughs> Remember no. those pearls on the pavements? Well. <laughs> <laughs>
1: None of the 12 people you keep locked up in the back rooms even like you. They're just scared of you. What, like she thinks Fagin thinks that they all love him or something? Yeah. Everyone thinks that you look like an idiot with the shaved head since that look went out of style 10 years ago. Thank you. Ooh, Thank you.
0: Fashion That's fashion awesome.
1: That's what I'm saying. burn. Now that one you can hear in a Valley Girl voice, right? Of course. Everyone thinks that you look like an idiot with the shaved head since that look went out of style years ago. (laughs) And one of your most trusted lieutenants is going to kill you. (gasps) She She can't see into the future. (laughs) <laughs> like she's she's really he over that. here he doesn't know that he could, well, fagin doesn't fagin does not is not mentally all with it right she can convince no. him of a lot of shit she just told him that she killed her family and, and he he bought that <laughs> uh she made that last one up well not entirely the image of killing fagin was very clear in marcus's head then she turned around and walked out so like what's her plan here is she's like i'm just going to mess with him a little bit or something i
0: guess like i mean it just seems like a kind of childish i got you kind of yeah i know deal, she really, really
1: is like she's like like he's like i'm going to mur- i'm going to make sure you suffer like you've never suffered before and then so in response she like takes a dump on his front steps or something you know <laughs> yeah it's, it's like there's, I don't know if, I don't know if there's a plan here, but it seems no. very childish.
0: Yeah, I don't think she has a plan. But I mean, she didn't really have too much of a plan when she came to the gutter. So she's kind of flying by the seat of her pants here.
1: Yeah, somehow she's, somehow she's doing it right. But Keith did say right there, Nova sw- swore to prove him wrong. So. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm curious. But I, I like that, she, I like that, I like that she has this, okay, she's. So when she says none of the 12 people you keep locked up in the back rooms even like you. They're just scared of you. So so first off you could say, alright, well she's counting on Fagin to think that people actually like him. That, her, yeah, but that his like, underlings like him.
0: Yeah, but consider the fact that Fagin has locked 12 people in a room. I,
1: I know. I know. Exactly. Exactly. Consider, consider the, pe- the fact. The people, the people... <laughs> fagin knows I, that they me, hate him <laughs> let me bl- let me blow your mind here the people that you have shackled literally into your service aren't wild about you <laughs> like this is the
0: continuing the like you know bisexual stereotype of fagin being an absolute nightmare <laughs> of his- just being horrible like this is not like i don't know i feel like Fagan already knows that he's the worst person in the world, but you know,
1: but here's, the, here's the thing about it is that Nova doesn't have to guess whether or not Fagin thinks people like him. She's a telepath, right? Yeah. So presumably she reads his mind and knows that he thinks that they, that they all really him. like him, that they love yeah. him and that they're doing that, that they've allowed themselves To be chained up, uh, uh, trapped in between three feet of 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 force field wiggle room, uh, because they love him, right? Right. That's why the bodyguards are out there, you know, for three days on end without eating, is because they're just really, really big fans of him personally,
0: right? And they want to become one of his, like, I don't know, sex slaves or something, you know
1: but not even like they want to become one of his sex slaves because they 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 love him right right not for like and like just because just from from like on a personal connection level they're just really into him right so yeah. like presumably that is actually going on in his head because otherwise why would nova prey on that insecurity right <clears throat> that is bizarre That is bizarre. He fucking filed his teeth into shark points. Okay? You don't- Yeah. You can't have it both ways, Fagan. You can't file your teeth into shark points and be like, people are here because they love me. That's, That's not how it works. That's so fucking wild headed. But it does- it definitely supports our theory that he's just absolutely dense. Well, maybe
0: he's delusional or you know maybe he's so like narcissistic he's got to this kind of delusion stage, you know mm. where he just lives in his own world I don't know,
1: yeah, like it has to be but everyone's fought like he's commanded all of this power right yeah like everyone is everyone's on board with it to some extent, so either he was sane and then he became insane or he just deluded them all into his weird world yeah right yeah sort of fucked up headspace that makes more sense
0: so this is a good place to stop i think oh my god is it contemplating his i don't know weird delusions or something
1: uh hang on here's what i'm gonna do there's like a there's like a paragraph break coming up so i'm gonna i'm gonna head let's let's make it to that and then we'll just end on a nice clean kind of uh um sort of ending here um, where the the scene will actually change here so i'll okay i'll just finish this one up okay uh as she moved past the four guards kara i'm hungry <laughs> <laughs>
0: what's she leaving <laughs> gotta get my hab hope mom's okay
1: <laughs> they all have mommy issues
0: they it's all so have hard. mommy,
1: all of them have mommy issues. But
0: they're all so hungry. Bless their <laughs> hearts.
1: Uh, and the other people in the lar- in this large apartment, which was called a square, she realized, because most of the low-income housing that the Confederacy built down here consisted of square-shaped apartments. Another scathing social commentary from Keith. I know. Uh, she heard one final thought from Fagin. It wasn't anger at what she'd revealed to him because she now understood they were all things he already knew. (laughs) Wow. Incredible that he figured out on his own that people don't uh, follow him because they are in love with him.
0: Oh.
1: And they didn't scare him. Not Not even the fact that he'd die at the hands of a trusted lieutenant. Perhaps it was because that was how he rose to power, so he expected the same to be visited on him. Wait. So he rose to power because his mother doesn't love him?
0: Hmm. Or no, no, no. No, No, I think it's because he innately... You know, nothing scares him, you know, because he innately doesn't care, basically. Like, he doesn't.
1: I don't know. So it's the kind of thing, it's, it's, it's a sort of gaslighting thing. Where if you are dumb, if you're super dumb, but you act with enough conviction in your dumbness, people will go along with it. Yeah. Is what this is saying. Right, right. Like all he has to do is be so outrageously confident in himself. Yeah, that people will like ignore the radical logical dissonance of what he's saying. Yeah, right. Like that's 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 what's going on here. Yep. So he knows he knows that everyone else around him is basically stupid enough, mm-hmm. right? That they'll just go along with that. Yeah. Yeah. know it sounds like it from. Everything we're learning about all these people in any in any case he had only one thought in his mind she'll be back and then she'll be mine Nova swore she would die before she let that happen nice nice, <laughs> get, nice. Him. get him Nova you can't enslave me if I'm dead. <laughs> Uh, Maybe I'll just die and then you won't be able to use me I'll as I man.
0: You'll be sorry.
1: There's so many fallacies to Fagan's line of thinking here. First off, him thinking she'll be back and she'll be mine. Okay, obviously she's gonna know that because she can read minds. Mm-hmm. Right? But he's both counting on her not killing him and also not killing herself.
0: Yeah, his lack of fear and, like, certainty in what's going to happen is very strange. But, again, that kind of shores up your idea of uh, him being extremely dumb.
1: And also very... uh, Having no short-term memory, basically. Yeah. Right? Like, he just continues to forget things, you know? By the point he says this, he probably doesn't even remember why he wants her in his service. Like... He's probably no longer thinking like, "Oh, and then I'll have a telepath working for me." He's just thinking like, "Yeah, another one of them, right?" Indeed. Because he how if he knew, if he if he remembered that she could just kill at anyone anywhere, then he would probably be thinking about this differently. For sure. Um, well, Fagin, my opinion of you drastically lowered uh, <laughs> in our reading today. Aww. And uh you'll probably never win that back from me. Um
0: sad times.
1: I know. Sad for him, but honestly good for me to move hmm. on. You know? I'm yeah. starting to feel really like I loved Fagan. <laughs> and uh I just don't feel that way anymore.
0: Does our quotation still fit for this one? That's a good
1: question. Our quotation is, think like a wise man, but communicate in the language of the people. You know who this doesn't apply to? Fagin. (laughs) (laughs) This quote, this quote has to, like for this quote to apply to Fagan, it has to be so next level i guess right? so like like fagin is so ahead of the game that he's in some sort of like buddhist state of mind about like think nothing like have, have you know no thought is the wisest thought or something like that. well
0: he has to be like seriously playing nova at her own game right
1: yeah he's like he would he's not he's like a he's like a he's like a uh he's like a, a, a child with his hands behind his back going up against muhammad ali in the boxing ring or something yeah. you know what i mean yeah. he's like and he's but he's 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 counting on his confidence to carry him through the boxing fight you doesn't know what i mean doesn't he
0: know that nova is the protagonist god <laughs>
1: doesn't he know that he's obviously the villain of this book how how much how much clearer could it get i feel like he's definitely communicating in the language of the people though that is true but think like a wise man i just don't see it
0: nah he's not he's not going down the wise track i'm gonna make the
1: call maybe this uh i i think it didn't i think it didn't hold up no this time so that was maybe like three weeks that this, three three episodes that this um this quote held up and then, um yeah. It fell down. Think like a wise man but communicate in the language of the people. Yeah. What do you say next time we pick a different quote and see how long that one holds up? Yeah, let's do that. Sweet. Awesome. All right. Well, with that, Kara, our work is done. We can wrap it up and um, go back to our lives and not think about Starcraft Ghost Nova for another week.
0: Ugh, I always think about StarCraft Ghost Nova.
1: I don't know why I even bothered to... I was sort of aspirational thinking that I could stop thinking about StarCraft Ghost Nova, but... So we have to say
0: thank you, confused. Keith.
1: So thank you, Keith, again, for uh, giving us Fagan and the wonderful story here. And uh, we'll be back next week. Thank you, Kara, for joining Thank you, me. Davey! All right, have a good one. Bye! Bye.